0: the games at welcome to the well-played dlc podcast episode 15 the official podcast of well played i'm zach i'm here with jordan greetings ash hey and we have a very special guest tonight
1: and it is cat
2: meowty how
1: are you going everybody <laughs> I'm, i was doing okay and now i'm doing even better because <laughs> somebody greeted me with meowty <laughs> i Good love on, how the, your very first word on the podcast was a pun <laughs> <laughs> how about how about meowty purdner Oh, God. um, Okay, we'll never recover. That was my
2: Twitter name for a while, and someone inboxed me calling me um, uh, Mandy. And I was like, oh, no. I'm going to have to change my name back to my actual name.
0: Uh, For
3: the rest of the podcast, I'm going to call you Mandy. There
4: we
0: go. Wow. Okay, well, uh, for those who don't know, Kat is a very good friend of ours. Uh, She works in the local Australian games industry, and she's also just kicked off a brand new business to help content creators called Player2HQ. Kat, do you want to give us a quick uh, rundown about what that's all about?
2: Yeah, basically we help run businesses for content creators so that they can do their content. So we do emails, social media management, uh, marketing plans, business plans, media kits, and we also help compose emails to brands.
0: Awesome. So yeah, if there's any uh, content creators or streamers or whatever uh, who need a bit of help with their upcoming uh, brand or you know streams and that, uh, definitely check out Player2HQ. I can't remember the website. Is it just Player2HQ.com? Sure is. There you go. Spot on. Uh, maybe Ash can uh, check it out when he does his Jort stream later, later this year. He
1: yep. can
3: send well, out media kits full of pubes. Oh. Will not
2: be there for that
1: one. <laughs> no, I might not necessarily get approval for that one. I'll have to sneak it in. Some-
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Okay, uh, let's kick it off with the huge. What have we all been playing, Cat? You can go first. You're our special guest.
2: Um, I've been playing Borderlands 2 because um, I'm just a Borderlands fiend, really. So. That-
1: that and like everyone else you realise that it you remember that it actually existed when Borderlands 3 marketing started
4: <laughs> went, oh, a I've always i always really fan
1: I, I mean I enjoyed it as well but I just I know that I've played it a great deal more after the announcement of Borderlands 3 oh. than I did in the first place for sure not for any particular reason it wasn't a bad game I just went I should have played that more and now I can
2: and yeah. everyone should play all the DLCs as well because they're yes. great
1: are you pretty keen for
0: Borderlands 3 Cat? Uh, Keen is
2: an understatement.
0: <laughs> so you're not very excited for it at all? It?
2: No, not at all. Oh, okay.
0: That's, that's a bit like Jordan. Oh, yeah.
3: and I'm glad I didn't get to play it or anything.
1: Obviously, enthusiasm is a precious resource and we don't have enough of it. <laughs> uh,
0: and you, you also stream as OrCat, well, Are you going to be streaming Borderlands 3?
2: Uh, I'm hoping to. If I have the time and energy to get it done, I will. Hopefully.
1: Makes sense. Makes sense. I just want heaps of guns. Also, I'm pretty sure I've got it on good authority. The game's actually called Borderlands the third. Is it really? No, what? it's not. That's a lie. Oh. Damn it. Why'd I believe that? I
2: believe
0: anything anyone
3: tells me. Zach, why would you believe that? We've been emailing 2K about Borderlands 3. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, okay. I fucked up there. Uh, <laughs> Jordan, what have you been playing?
3: uh i've been playing something i can't talk about just yet and then i've also been playing some rainbow six siege after going to the ubisoft offices to play some of the upcoming season how's that it's pretty good you know i love me some rainbow six siege even though i am really bad at the game like i'm pretty sure i could make you all look really good at it that's how bad i am but...
0: <laughs> have, you, have you seen me play video games
1: Do you play video games? No. Do you remember I used to run a website called badatvideogames.net, right? I pride myself on being terrible.
3: (laughs) Maybe that's what we should rename the website
0: to. (laughs) There we go. We go full circle now. And we should just uh, make it a dedicated Rainbow Six Siege site. Oh, for sure. com. Funny story oh, yeah.
1: about Rainbow Six Siege is that I actually have a video on the internet of me killing four members of the enemy team by pure accident, and people watch it and think I'm really good at the game without realising <laughs> it was a massive fluke. Is
3: that why you don't run your website anymore? You don't feel like you have to. I was afraid I was going to get exposed. I prefer
1: being <laughs> thought of as some kind of legend, and they go, wait a minute, that was an accident. <laughs> I'll link it to you one day, legit. I was like, what's the melee button again? And I pushed it, and I slashed a hole in a wall. I was like, there's people behind there! Oh, God! <laughs> And I just started shooting and I got him. <laughs> uh, yes, what's, uh, right?
0: So w- what's in the new, is it the new season pack or something?
3: Uh, so yeah, so it'll be the new season. So it'll come out with two characters, uh, Amaru and Goyo. Wow, um, what
1: nationality. These these operate. Uh, I just I don't remember. recognize those names at all. At least, I know, they're, I know that not they're, long ago they're, there was they're, more,
3: they're Latino. I know that much. Um, Or something like that. Uh, but they're pretty cool. So Amaru has this really cool thing where uh, she has a grapple. Where, so she can grapple straight through windows or she can grapple uh, from below a hatch and go upwards. Which is something you can't really do in Siege. Oh, so it means what, she that... can like
1: rappel up like through holes yeah. in like the ceiling? That's cool.
3: Yeah, so it means that defenders have to be a little more aware of their surroundings. Because if they're too close to uh, an opening... Uh, Amara can come in, and when she uh, like goes through a window or one of the hatches, if she hits you in that animation, you instantly die. What? So if you're close to that, you're just gone. Does she like repel, kick your head off, or something? Pretty much, yeah. And she, it's so powerful that if everyone is standing in one spot, <laughs> she can actually wipe the entire team with the one thing.
1: Wow! I just get this image of her like dragon kicking through a window, like what? Everyone that, just gets that's annihilated. That's basically it.
3: So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if you start seeing a lot of uh, a lot of the more pro players actually breaking all the windows to keep them open so they can see what's happening because she can repel through windows of barricades. So oh my god, if, that's if amazing. you amazing. If, if you're not listening very well, she'll get the drop on you and it's it's not fun.
1: I have to say, mad props to the devs of Rainbow Six Siege for still consistently finding interesting stuff for new operators to do. Yeah, yeah. I really thought they would impressive. have ran out like months ago, like, ah, I guess it's a drone. It's a shield. That's also a flashbang. But no, they keep coming up with really cool stuff.
3: Yeah. Actually, it, feel, it, it almost feels like the further they go, the more interesting things come in. Because like the, the initial characters were quite boring. But tame. as they have gone further out, they've become a little more creative.
1: It's all right. Is... Eventually, they'll run out of ideas and be like, yeah, so anyway, this is Dr. Doom, and uh, he has a laser that explodes your heart if he looks at you for more than four seconds. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, you would be like, oh, well, he's better than the last guy who apparently could mind control you and make you eat your own face. Okay, that's better. <laughs>
2: That'll yeah, be and in then... season 23. That sounds like my kind of game. <laughs> yeah, there you
3: go. It just sounds like Overwatch, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's the Defender Goyo who has his deployable shield, but it has like an incendiary bomb on the inside. So when people attack it too much or they get too close, you can actually set it off, it and sets you can them just on fire. it sets the entire area on fire. And anyone who's near it will die pretty quickly because it does like I think close to twenty damage per tick, and the tick is really quick. So it, it can so take the game.
1: Loads of damage.
3: Yeah, it can uh it can take you down really quickly. It's uh but it's one of those really well designed things where if the attackers are smart they can use it against the defenders. So it's it'll be interesting to see how the actual Siege community plays around with that.
0: I dig it. How then, long do you think Siege has got left in the legs? Oh. Or do you reckon they'll just keep pumping out operators and, uh, and I
3: reckon They'll keep pumping out operators. They're doing this really cool thing now where instead of just building new maps and bloating the uh, the whole roster of maps, um, they're actually beginning to rework old maps. So uh, I think Season 3 will be the first rework they've done. And they reworked the canal map. Uh, that's canal with a K for some reason. Um, canal, And I know there will be a lot, of, uh, that, <laughs> a lot of people that... A lot of people that get angry going, Oh, you know, they're ripping us off, they're, you know, reusing old stuff. But a rework is actually really hard to do. It's harder than building an entirely new map. Because you need to maintain the feel of the same map, but make it still feel different at the exact same time. You don't want to completely botch your map and they've done a really good job. So yeah. I'd be I, interested I to personally see.
1: thought Rainbow Six Siege would have gasped and putted out a long, long time ago, but the fact that it's still going, mad props.
3: Well, it was looking like that at first because it was, it didn't have well, a pretty launch.
1: It sort of came out and it was a multiplayer game and people played it and it was cool. And then right when it started to taper off the usual way that multiplayer games did, boom, a whole bunch of stuff changed. Was like, oh, okay, no, fair enough. They've turned it into a platform and they're supporting it and it's going well. It's almost yeah. like that can work for a game.
3: Yeah, it's it's really well done. And then uh, they're actually bringing in a battle pass uh, this this year. I think in the first week of Season 3, there'll be like a, a trial for it. It'll only be like seven days. Uh, I forgot what it was called. But yeah, it's nothing really that special. It's just another battle pass. There's a free version and a premium version. Yep. So um, I will say the more and more they do stuff like this for Siege, the
0: more and more I think it should be a
1: free game. It's reaching that point, isn't it? Yeah, Definitely.
0: Do you think that part of the reason why Siege is, I guess, uh, had that extra long life is because it's a popular esports game as well?
3: Definitely, yeah. Um, uh, Siege is one of those games that's really popular, but it's also a niche at the same time just because of the way it plays.
1: Oh, yeah. I know uh, people that flat out hate Siege, but that's because they come from games like Counter-Strike, which are like full-on adrenaline, quick, go, go, go. Yeah. And Siege isn't that game. Siege is very tactical. You need to be really, really aware of what's happening. So, yeah. Uh, cool.
3: Yeah, anything else you've been to playing? See. Uh, anything else? Uh, I mean, on the way to playing He's been playing the game he's not allowed to talk about. It. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing that, and then uh, I'm still playing Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate on my Switch. So,
1: Should I report you to someone for self-harm? <laughs> Just because yes. that, that is a nightmarishly difficult game to play after playing World
3: not really actually it, Here go. It, it's probably oh, because just, i'm just used to the me. way it works <laughs> um it is definitely I can't go back
1: man it's too difficult
3: now it's it's definitely rough around the edges compared to world but yeah you know it's one of those games where i just i understand the design so well that so it's easy for me to just pick up and let go
1: look man trying to drink a potion and just standing perfectly still while doing so just makes me like yeah, you but you out. get
3: to flex afterwards <laughs> and then copper hit that re- that makes you lose all the health you just gained.
0: All right, let's move on from Siege and Monster Hunter. Ask me what I've been playing. No. Uh, so I've been
1: playing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, is there uh, going to be
3: anything that isn't Mortal Kombat 11?
1: Look, that's besides the point, but please tell <laughs> me more about what you've been playing, Zach. <laughs> I've been playing a little bit of Overcooked again. Uh, the DLC, now that you know the time it that is that DLC. officially. I've
0: been been playing the DLC, uh, and Kieran would uh, love to know that um, one of the menus, uh, sorry, one of the recipes that I've been cooking is bacon and eggs, or oh, and uh, baked beans and sausage. I think, yeah. So full I, English. It's, speaking yeah. of
3: Kieran, just a quick shout out. He did eventually adopt uh, Georgie the kitten, so oh, shout good. out Yay. to
1: Georgie. Excellent. If you're listening to last week's podcast, then you can tune in and see that Georgie's got a happy home.
0: Yes, yes. And, uh, yeah, Kieran's, uh, can't be here tonight, but he's, sends his jort love to us all.
4: Except Ew.
2: for
0: Jordan. Um, yeah. I, I don't want pretty it. Pretty cool. <laughs> can I Kieran's love gonna from from be Georgie very hurt by like that.
1: Not from K-
2: <laughs> I, I might
3: have to censor that for his feelings. Poor.
2: Ken. No, I don't want the jort love.
0: Well, you've got it. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you make it simple, some kind of disease. <laughs> the test came back positive for joint love.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so overcooked's pretty cool. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, Anna and I, it, it gets real frustrating. Or um, well not not in, in in like a fun way. Not not in a the fun kind of frustrating. Abusive kind of way. Um, I mean, so that that's for later on.
2: I'm... I've killed Ned
3: over games of Overcooked before. Yeah, there's. So,
2: um... I get it. Wow, he must have good respawn. <laughs> he
1: does. It's a new game plus plus. <laughs> uh,
0: and that's I think about all I've been playing. Oh, I played a bit more of uh, Metro uh, Exodus. Uh, I got past the part. I played past the part that it was frozen l- last time. Um, and now I'm playing a review game, which I also can't talk about. Oh, uh brilliant uh, stuff. Ash, yeah. can you
1: tell us what you've been playing? Well, I'm tired of being typecast as the person who's been playing Mortal Kombat 11 and nothing else. I mean, there is more to me. There is depth to me. So you've play been, been Mortal playing Kombat Mortal Kombat 11? 11? I've been playing the <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11 DLC character of Nightwolf recently. He came out just the other week. Uh, he's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've, actually, I've managed to cut back on how much I was playing Mortal Kombat 11, but I've been dragged right back in there now, so I'm pretty sure I'm at 200-something hours. But, you know, it's oh enjoyable. I, I mean, it's it's... The thing that gets me is that, you know, Nightwolf is a Native American character who debuted in Mortal Kombat 3 as, like, a caricature. He was, like, I'm surprised they didn't call him Chief Scalpington or something ridiculous. And the way that he's being portrayed in this game is really cool. Like, it's really progressive and interesting, and I dig it. I dig it hard. That, and he hits people over the head with sticks, and it's fun. So, you know, that's that's my bag.
0: Um, is, his, apart- um,
1: is his voice acting as good as it is in the film?
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you must discover your animality.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> his, no, his voice acting is actually fantastic. It's a lesser-known dude who does a really cool job, and yeah, there's actually like he's some of the stuff he says in the game, like just as part of his banter. Like I end up looking into, him. and a lot of it's like really rich, interesting Native American stuff that I didn't even realize existed because you know I'm an ignorant Australian man, but you know I'll figure it out. I'll get there. So um, when
3: so when you say the voice actor is a lesser-known person, does that mean it's Nolan North?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, he's Steve Bloom, obviously, but uh, no, I mean, like he's he's somebody who's just done a little bit of work here and there, usually portraying sort of Native American characters, and you know, he's it's not some massive person just sort of putting on an accent like you usually get, you know, like in Mortal Kombat Nine, where it was somebody going, "I just want you to do your best impression of a Native American Indian man," and then they did it, and it was terrible. Um, apart from that, uh, I had a review go live today for another game I've been playing recently. And it's called Remnant from the Ashes, and it's uh, surprisingly good. Yeah, so give us a give us a bit of rundown. What is it? It's like give
0: it Dark a sh- Souls give or
1: Um, my tagline for the review was Dark Souls, but with more DACA. I mean, it's kind of Dark Souls with guns, but better. Like, I I feel like I do it a real big disservice by saying it's kind of a mix between Dark Souls and Destiny and with a little bit of Gears of War thrown in because it just, it makes it sound really derivative, but it's actually really interesting and unique how the developers, especially gunfire games, the people who do Darksiders, have uh, put this together. And, um, yeah, it's sort of a a slower third-person shooter, open-world sort of environment thing different just enemy types there's like bosses proper boss fights that are really interesting and then just massive amounts of like different gun options and archetypes you can play it's it's actually and it's it's also quite affordable like it's a solid double A title that's retailing for like $57 and I played it for hours and I still didn't see everything I couldn't I tried and there's just there's stuff that I've seen online that I'd have no idea how to find it because the game actually is really big on secrets as well like I played a random game with some dude and I went down the same corridor. I'd gone down a hundred times, and he just immediately turned left and smashed a hole in the wall and went somewhere completely different. And I didn't even know that was there. And I got myself a pretty sweet looking jacket when I did it too. But i um, yeah, I think it's really solid. So um, have you checked out or have
0: you ever seen uh, a game called Immortal Unchained? I think is what that, that's what it's called. Immortal Unchained. Immortal no.
1: Unchained. Yeah. Immortal Unchained. Yeah. I have not. Are you trying to yeah, tickle uh, my fancy with
0: it? No, because apparently that was very uh, like Dark Souls with guns. I think from memory, isn't is, is that right, Jordan? I don't know. I wasn't the one that played it. Ed played it. Ed played it. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure yeah. he said it was. Um, I know he didn't like it. Oh, it I remember when
3: he was playing it because he's like, "Man, I want to play Overwatch with you." I was like, "Oh, don't you guys have to play Un- Immortal Unchained? Then it's so bad." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the, your early litmus test about whether the game's good Is if they go, no, I've got to play that game Yeah, I'm pretty sure he gave it a 4 Oh the... wow, solid
0: Was it a 4? I thought it was a 3 Yeah, he did actually, it was a 3 I reckon I'm going to be looking up that review You think Souls is hard? I couldn't even finish this game
1: <laughs>
0: Excellent uh, Yeah, yeah, or- he,
1: he, yeah. so, I mean, might be worth just yeah. Same. You should be worth punishing myself over. <laughs> um, no, no, I think Remnant's quite good. I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, deep, I'm deep into it. I'm just surprised how much value you get for fifty-seven bucks. Like, there's a lot of places to go and a lot of things to do. All right. So what's, so, what's the story uh, about though? The story is that it's like you know, it's about Jorts. Um, so you know how basically every sort of open-world game has to have some kind of reason why it's not populated. It's always some kind of apocalypse story. Mm -hmm. Um, well Remnant at least does it slightly different in the sense that it was like, you know, back in the past the humans found some kind of weird artifact and they activated it and you're like, yeah here it comes, here's Doom or something like that but um, apparently they just activated this thing that opened a portal and apparently an interdimensional race of bad people basically went, hi there, thanks for letting us in we're just going to (laughs) take over your planet now and humankind basically got nearly wiped out, that's why it's called Remnant because you're the last of humanity effectively and so now, sound too bad. yeah, well, it's been 80 years, and apparently the bad interdimensional beings have now sort of settled into Earth, and they're all kind of terrible people. And you've decided, oh, well, I'm going to uncover the secrets of their stupid dimensional things, and I'm going to help destroy them and take back Earth. But then it's not just them either. There's like three or four other dimensions full of horrible stuff as well. And you're like, okay, cool. So I guess we're all part of this giant interdimensional family now, and we'll just take back Earth somehow against all these bad things. So, I mean, there's a narrative, but it's not super hard, bolted-down story. It's more of a case of go out, discover things, and just work your way through it. There is a campaign. There is a storyline that will take you through sort of your own little bit of your own sense of fate and destiny. But um, for the most part, you're just shooting interesting stuff in different places and, you know, getting cool gear, man. And the score, you gave it a 8.5, I think I read. Yeah, I gave it an 8.5. I thought of giving it an 8 just because there was a couple of small niggly things, but just the more I thought about the fact that it is a double-A title priced as a double-A title with a supreme amount of polish, it means that the rough edges really aren't that rough. <clears throat> if this was a triple-A title, I tear it to shreds, but it's a double-A title with a whole lot of stuff going on for a really affordable price. So, If All you're right, into those uh, kind of games, you'll dig it. As
0: a lover of gunfire games, yes. did you enjoy Remnant more or Darksiders 3?
1: That's a hard question to ask me, Zach, because I am surrounded by Darksiders figurines in my house. I, I feel
3: like it's you enjoyed Darksiders so much because you just wanted Darksiders 3 more than it was a really yeah. good game. Actually, but you
1: also gave it, like, gave it a lower score, though. I did. I crushed it. But okay, let yeah, me, but I'll, you, I'll you be you able, able to vocalise. Yeah, but you enjoy vocalize. a game
3: with a lower score. I, I vocalise a thought. That's why I'm
1: the question. There was something I wanted to put in the review, but I didn't. Basically, the thing that confuses me about Remnant is that it could have just simply been a Darksiders game, but like a side game. Like the whole aspect of something awful happened and the world got decimated, and now humans are basically an endangered species and there's horrible demonic creatures everywhere. That was Darksiders. Remnant borrows so much, uh, so many visual assets, sound assets from there. They could have literally just made this Darksiders human edition and it probably would have worked just fine. The fact that they'd made it as a new IP is interesting. I'm not going to call it confusing. I'll just say it's interesting. But they could have leveraged off the Darksiders brand and just sort of grabbed all the Darksiders people and just gone, hey, look, here's a here's a three-player co-op shooter in the Darksiders universe while you wait for Darksiders 4. And it would have worked. But they didn't. And I'm not going to question them until I find out where one of them lives. And then they'll say, that's a lovely question, Mr. Whaling, but what are you doing in my bathroom? <laughs> and we'll go from there. Nice. <clears throat> but yeah, game good. Game good. Wish it was Darksiders. It's not, but still
0: game good. <laughs> Alrighty. As we probably all know, uh, Gamescom started this morning. Did, did yeah. you
1: see the pictures of the attendance? Like somebody posted a picture of Gamescom uh-huh. in 2009 no. versus Gamescom in 2019. It's uh, the same okay. corridor. Gamescom like- 20, 2009 is like, you know, there's people. There's people wandering around. It sort of looks like, you know, your, your average sort of shopping center. Gamescom 2019 is like shoulder to shoulder, packed, sweaty bodies Ugh. everywhere, just going. Eh, where are
3: the
2: games at?
0: It sounds like the well played officers. Hey Jordan, yep. who who invited uh, KS on the podcast? <laughs> hey, that sounds
1: like <laughs> a joke I'm not
0: aware of. <laughs> no, it's uh, when we had Kieran on the podcast, he was he would type very, very, very.
2: Oh, that loudly. was me. Sorry. Oh.
1: Were you, were you Googling oh. Gamescom <laughs> that, 2019 versus yep. 2009? That's okay. I do other podcasts, and I know when somebody doesn't know what I'm talking about, because they're the ones that are frantically Googling what I'm saying at the I was the like, time I want to see what it looks like. It was interesting, but yeah, apparently the funny thing is that somebody commented saying, the funny thing is that if you look at the attendance of E3, it's the exact opposite of these photos, because attendance is plummeting thanks to digital tickets and things being streamed nowadays. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, Gamescom has always, always been a bit mm, more hands-on, that's pretty full-on. I mean, it's, it's huge this year.
2: Just imagine mm. how much it smells like onions and sausage rolls.
1: Why do gamers smell like sausage rolls? <laughs> I
2: don't know.
3: Is it, is <laughs> it that the that, true gamer fuel? You know what it is? It's that it's, Xbox deodorant.
2: No, that just I smells that like... At, that's Lynx. That's I actually fine. saw that at
1: my local supermarket, and I, like I haven't physically cringed before in my life, but I did then. It says, doesn't it say something like "up your mm. game" or something? It was like, who am I trying to impress? You know what, my that's controller. Not
3: like. That's not like a lack of exclusives. <laughs> 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 <All right.
0: laughs> so yeah, Gamescom kicked off overnight. Um, has anybody
1: checked it out or checked out? Any of the no, news I was hoping that or... someone in this podcast could tell me all about it because I've been um, too busy playing *Remnant*.
2: *Death Stranding* just looks intense because you have to carry your baby around with you, and you've got to like keep it happy I don't want to know so what, what they, happens if it's not happy
1: what did they reveal that there's like an inbuilt Tamagotchi in the game
2: you've got a ca- you've got like an incubator on you
1: well I know that you had like the oh, baby yeah. container oh. strapped to you but I mean like yeah. you have to keep it happy in has moods like it, yeah, it's like a Tamagotchi like it cries
2: if you trip over or something like I-, I would love the
3: idea of people escaping from their lives of raising their children by playing
1: a game To raise a child. Child. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I could play this game because every time I made the baby cry, I just hit the reset button and start the game again. I'm going for a 100% happy baby run.
2: It just, um, just the whole baby Uh, thing intrigues me.
1: Like,
2: I'm guessing by what they're saying is that the babies are connected between the dead and the living like a halfway point i don't don't Mm. know it's it's kojima who knows what's gonna happen
1: you just don't see babies in games and if anyone's gonna do a weird baby game of course it's it's
2: kojima Kojima. yeah so i'm really curious as to what these um these babies are gonna do they're the bridge babies
3: the bridge babies
1: yeah Yeah, that was a bridge
2: baby Mm. look you have to watch the trailer (laughs) there was like three trailers i think
1: you have to watch the trailer, then you have to have to watch three or four YouTube videos that are analysing the trailer, then yeah. consult a spreadsheet of what people know so far, and at the end of it all, you're still confused.
3: Look, you all still I no know idea. is, apparently there was, like, pee gameplay or
1: something. What? what? Oh, I saw a meme about this today, where it was just like, when he asked me to create a system that would, would count the exact milliliters of pee that you've expressed from your body, I thought he was <laughs> if, kidding. And then I realised it's Kojima, he's never kidding.
3: I'm reading this on I think it's a Polygon. It <laughs> says if enough players pee in the same spot, something good will happen. Kojima teased. <laughs>
4: yeah, apparently,
2: like I read on an article somewhere that mushrooms grow. Yeah, we
1: pee. I just and imagine this enough... massive guild of players effectively Ooh. creating a yellow sea in the game.
2: <laughs> just <laughs> peeing in an empty pool somewhere. <laughs>
1: Kojima's listening to this oh, and scribbling God. down notes going, yes, that's great.
2: Good one, good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So other news from Gamescom. Uh, I'll just, I'll, I've got a, a press start uh, wrap up here because um, we, we don't have one because we're too busy with our day jobs. Um, all right. So the first little Kane. bit here is Gears of War 5 finally got a story trailer. Cat's
3: Keen of Gears of
1: War Keen, 5, Jordan so it's
3: Interesting that they wrote Gears of War 5 because officially it's called Gears 5.
1: Yeah. Oh, is it really? Okay, well. It is, yes. When did they drop the Of War? See? Uh, when they announced it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, is Gears of War really? 4 called Gears of War 4? Gears? Is that called yeah, Gears of War Yeah, it is. War. But
3: no, when, that's Gears yeah, 4. when Gears 5 was announced, it was just Gears 5. Gears for War. Gears for War.
0: Yeah. War. Yeah. Uh, THQ Nordique is bringing back Keen. Helicopter Sin. Comanche. Com- Comanche uh, It's old school i never heard of it But I'm not Ash keen. keen And Kat's keen So No I'm taking not not so like this
4: uh,
0: There was some gameplay For Need for Speed Heat uh, I haven't watched this yet But I'm Spoiler. actually keen To watch it looks this Because like I do have a bit Of a soft spot Not the movie Cars for, uh, But just Cars For Need for Speed Even though I um, I
2: wonder if they have A the soundtrack one. of Bangers again uh,
1: Yeah Yeah that's what I'm most keen for when it I comes so. to the to Speed games.
0: <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, then we got uh, Kerbal Space Program 2. I'm keen for this. Oh, announced. holy
1: crap. Really? A new Kerbal case? Space
3: Program is so good. Yeah.
1: I thought KSP was just a game uh, that would last forever and there's getting a sequel? Damn. It says it's going to launch before the end of March uh, on
0: Windows. Um via Steam and other storefronts, it says. Our console versions will follow shortly after, For uh, th- that being PS4 and Xbox right. One. Little Nightmares. This
1: Preachers, was interesting. Like... Little Nightmares 2. Um, that was a game that I thought was I going think... to be the perfect standalone. I thought it would go nowhere. It would just be a little animal yeah. in history to go, this was a cool game that happened. But now that there's a sequel and the sequel has combat, that's really intriguing to me.
0: Yeah. Huge tonal shift. So yeah, that's going to hit in 2000... T- 2000. 2020. Um, 2020. 2020, Uh um, that Predator. I uh, showed some gameplay for yeah. Predator. Does anyone care about? I the do. Predator it's made game? by the people that
1: made Friday the Thirteenth. Uh then yes. of course. You do. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you'd like it, a sack through gritty teeth. <laughs> <and sea. laughs> I, did, I didn't. I didn't mean like me, the front well, no, boy. Somebody's got to rep the other crap games that nobody likes.
0: <laughs> All that. All that. Oh well, oh well. Look, mate, I'm a, I'm a big fan of a turd. Like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've squeezed out a couple myself. I'm a big fan.
0: Uh, yeah, so... Girls <laughs> don't It's true. Um, I don't think... No, okay, there's no... I don't think there wasn't a release date or anything. Uh, there's another trailer for Monster Hunter Iceborne. Hell oh, yeah. Uh, the cycle? I don't know actually what this even is. Is this a game? Yeah, it is. Uh... Is it a motorcycle?
4: Mm.
0: I don't know. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Sorry, the gameplay trailer is down below ah. the top part there. Confused me with the uh, with the picture of the lady there. Oh uh, yeah, so this is a new game from doesn't from the team that did Spec Ops: I, I The Line. Ah. Interesting
3: that this is new because I feel like the cycle's been on the Epic Store for a little while. Cuz I remember not not too sure. Old mate Davo talking to me about it and I was like, "Yeah, cuz I have it installed actually." I have it installed. And I I never played it so oh, wow
0: yeah sorry man take it up with whoever owns Fortnite or whatever it is um Life is Strange two the fourth episode is coming this week who he likes Life is Strange I do I I feel like it's a cat would like this game I really
2: want to play it um and I've asked Bandai Namco for a code but um I think I might just buy it because I I really want to give it a go um.
3: The, the first episode is free on Steam, I believe.
2: Oh, cool. I heard yeah, this. I'm meaning to
3: give it a go. For Life is Strange 1, not 2.
2: Oh, do I need to play 1 for 2?
0: I think or it's they... one of the things you don't have to, but it might help. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you have to play, but it's, yeah.
2: Yeah, I might just buy them this weekend.
0: Uh, Sega announced a new strategy game making civilizations, and it's called Humankind. Um, it's it's been done by the team that made Endless Space 2 and let you build a civilization from the Neolithic era to the modern age. Uh, Everspace 2 is. Everspace. Gameplay, I think it is. Would I
4: say?
3: Sorry? I don't know. I'm just saying Everspace is dope, so I'm keen
0: for the oh, second okay, one. Oh, okay, sorry. I, I, I thought I'd misread it. Uh, Everspace 2, you got some gameplay there. Uh, it's going to come in the second half of next year. And The Witcher 3 got a release date on the Nintendo Switch.
3: So for Everspace, it'll come in early access on Steam in the second half of next year. A full release is 2021.
0: Sorry, I was speed reading. Uh, And The Witcher 3 was
1: coming. Did it even have the date? Yeah, October. I think like the second
2: week of October, I think.
1: Surely everyone who's going to play. The Witcher 3 at this point has played The Witcher 3.
3: Well, the good thing about The Witcher 3 on a Switch is the number three indicates how many frames the game will run out on the Switch. <laughs> Correct.
1: So while you're yeah, watching so, it so run like it's 15. a uh, slideshow, you can also be playing it on the toilet, something that you couldn't do previously.
0: It's also the complete edition. So is that with all the DLC? Yeah, that's yes. pretty
1: cool. Look, I'm just waiting for them to announce I can dress up Geralt like Mario, and then I'm good to go.
0: Um... The co-creator, this one, uh, I'm, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned, Jordan. Uh, the co-creator of Halo revealed his new game, and it's called Disintegration. It actually looks pretty cool. Yeah, I the, like, just recently looked at it. The key out looks pretty cool. I haven't been cool. up to date on Gamescom. Um, but I haven't actually, I have watched it yet. But yeah, the little key out there looks looks pretty cool. Uh, there's new new game, uh, a Stadia exclusive called Guilt. Or I think that's how you would say it.
2: Yeah, look, uh, Guilt.
0: Yeah, uh, guilt
3: was announced a little while ago when they announced Stadia, but I think this is the first time we've actually seen it. Oh, really? It. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, that's got nothing to do Ooh, with us. Oh, because... this sounds good. And there's a <clears throat> game called Erica, which is a live-action thriller from Sony Interactive Entertainment, and it dropped uh, as soon as they announced it. Um, this game has you playing as the character named Erica as she tries to unfold the mystery of her deceased father.
1: So what, they did a pop and drop where they reveal it and release it the same
0: breath? Yep. Oh, damn. And there's the Port Royale 4 is hitting all platforms, uh, including the Switch in 2020. Uh, I've never played any of the Port Royale games. I'm not sure if anyone, have you have you, got, you guys? I'm not going to lie, I've never even heard of it. So
1: Yeah, I was... Is it some kind of battle royale um,
0: thing. What's that game that uh, I think you might have reviewed it, Jordan. Oh, no, you didn't. You did, um... They made Elix. What's their pirate game? Risen. Uh, uh, I thought it was that for a second, but uh, obviously, different game. Um, Raven's cool.
3: Speaking of Elix,
0: are you getting ready to play that? Well, actually, something that we should talk about in the uh news section about the banning of games, maybe I'm, uh... You know, I can cross one off my list because of, uh... You know technicality there. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting off on that. We never said you
3: had to do the DLC for that.
0: Um, cool. Speaking of Gamescom, so we'll just we'll have a quick discussion about this. Uh, does anybody does yeah? You guys have anything that you want to see at Gamescom, or that you're hoping to see? Nah,
4: like I'm happy with what they've announced so far. Well, they still might. Well, yeah, they are
0: announcing a, was the game, that they, uh, the one they did, was that a, a new game, the THQ one? Yeah, it was the... Which one, the Comanche yeah, re-release? Yeah, because the email, I think they said they were doing two new games, um, like they were going to announce two new projects. Um, yeah, uh, speaking of THQ, Kieran has said that uh, one thing he's uh, hoping to see is a uh, Biomutant release date. It's been in development for ages. Um, yeah, forever. Yeah, it's a game that Trent um, told Kieran about a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you heard of Biomutant Cat?
2: No, I haven't.
0: That's the one where well, you play as like now. the little, um, what would you call Furry it? Furry rat yeah, thing? Yeah, little rat owl. You look like a
1: like a chinchilla. Furby thing? A furby. furby thing?
0: It's like a rat yeah, you furby. Look like a. Let me have a look. Imagine
2: oh, okay. a Rocket yeah, raccoon, yeah. Yeah. but
1: yeah. less cute.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he's pretty keen for that. I think he also he was also keen for. <clears throat> he was quite excited about the Final Fantasy VIII release date, which is yeah. uh, dropping in a couple of weeks. Uh, the other thing he said he would be hoping to see is a new Yakuza game or um, three announced with, um, sorry, three a three remaster announced with uh, localization. Uh, does anybody else have anything that they? We're keen for having to I see.
3: I would like to see more of Elden Ring. I'm not expecting I it am. to be there though. Yeah. But it would be nice what to What is see. Elden Ring? It is the next From Software game. Is that the Xbox they're exclusive? One? Oh. Or no, that was only, no, a, no, that no, was it's only not shown during the Xbox conference. It was yeah? shown during the Microsoft press yeah. hour. Xbox exclusives. But they're working with uh, George R. R Martin for it. So, so what do you mean the game
1: will never actually be finished?
0: Now, now, it's not a Bethesda game. Ooh. They should really work with George Michael.
4: Yeah, I agree with that. No, they should work with George Benson. Is he the guy from the Jetsons? Wait,
0: who'd you say?
1: George, <laughs> the guy from from George the Jetsons? Jetsons! Oh, George That's, Jetson. George, that's <laughs> George Jetson, Jane's <laughs> wife, his boy Elroy. Come who'd on. Who'd you say?
3: George Benson.
0: Oh, Benson.
1: <laughs> Me, <Meet> George Jetson. <laughs> um... Yeah, so there happy had a Jetson's reference in this podcast. So you can,
0: <laughs> you can swap out the main character from Elden Ring with George Jetson. Jetson. Will of have a little car that goes... Because <laughs> um, <laughs> those things space ring. things make noises, apparently. One of the things I was pretty keen for, uh, and I was kind of expecting it, was a Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts release we'll date, which I know about. Kat was very, very excited about. Yeah. Um, she did try and message me, and I was like, look, I've already heard it. Uh, uh, are
3: <laughs> you are you trying to do the Jetson car sound there?
0: No, that was
2: like a <laughs> big fat raspberry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so that so Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts got a release date of November 22, which I think is the exact same date as Doom, so we all know which, which game is doomed there. It's definitely going to be dim Eternal because uh, we'll all be playing Sniper Ghost Warrior, won't we, boys? And girls. Are, are we obligated to, or...? Look, if you don't play Sniper <laughs> Do Ghost Warrior.
4: Do I
2: have to? You're fine. Oh, well, that's fine, because I don't work for you.
0: Damn it. Sounds like a win win <laughs> to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait, wait, ask that question again, Zach. No. Please. If you. What was the question? <laughs> it's very clear. <laughs> uh, are, we are we going to be playing Sniper Ghost Warrior contracts? Are we going to be playing Sniper Ghost Warrior contracts over Doom Eternal?
0: All right, we're good. Just bringing your own sound effects to the, <laughs> to the podcast. What hubris. Exactly. Um, uh, other thing I was hoping for is a some sort of time splitters announcement
1: because uh, they recently, I think we spoke something about... Something has been confirmed, though, surely. Like, they said there's something being developed somewhere. We just haven't actually well, had a formalized so experience. They've, they've
3: confirmed yeah. Zach's anticipation. Correct.
0: <laughs> um, no, they've confirmed <laughs> that uh, the actual one of the co-creators of the, of the game has rejoined uh, the project. Not the TV show.
1: Uh, but so I'm just dwelling on the idea of, is. ladies and gentlemen, we're happy to announce that Zach is enthusiastic <laughs> about this <stuff. laughs> uh, And, yeah, so that's uh,
0: pretty cool. The, yeah, he's right. been brought back on board to uh, plot the future course of the top of the series or something, but I thought maybe we might get a little sneaky um, remaster of one of the games or a trilogy. That would but, be nice. yeah. Um, We're officially they at the point announce where there's
1: an entire generation of kids who haven't played it. Is this where they
3: announce a, uh, a collaboration with Corey Tech Mode for Time Splitters Warriors?
4: Oh,
1: that would be awesome. Mm.
0: They should make a Time Splitters game um, in sort of like uh, the game that, that I just played Remnants. Like a Remnant. Time Splitters, but like Dark Souls style.
1: Go around, do stuff, go to different. Yeah, that'd be cool. Time Soul Splitters or something.
3: Force I Force. like the description for Remnant. <laughs> go around and do stuff. <laughs> Look,
1: I enjoy doing stuff. I enjoy going to places. This game combines both of these things.
2: I'd be the worst game reviewer.
1: <laughs> well, I, I mean... Tidal is a game where you go around and do stuff.
2: Yeah, and you pick things up, and yeah. you get some money, and
1: you shoot a gun. Wow. That's, uh, that's like a great game I want to play. It. America.
0: <gasps> <gasps> ooh, <laughs> ooh. Sorry about that. Actually, I'm not sorry about that. Um... (laughs) right, let's move on to our actual main
1: topic. I was going to say, do you want me to pull out the crickets again? No.
3: No, I I can put them in post.
4: Can't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The main
0: topic this week is video game sins and which ones we commit. Um, I've got a fair few, as I'm sure you all do. One of them is probably you haven't played... Sniper Ghost Warrior? One, two, or three? But, but that's alright. Yeah. Have you say. played, have have you played
3: to do. Sniper Ghost Warrior 1 and 2?
0: Have I? Yes. Yeah, man, I've played two. One I couldn't play because it sort of like, it froze like at the start. <laughs>
3: oh, I so see, not a true fan.
0: Oh, come on, turn it what up. Also, it's, it's a massive pile of. Goodness? Jort border. Um Ew. <laughs> Wait, uh, could
3: you really have a pile of water? A massive yeah, a
0: pool I, I, of water? I guess it's, it's a massive pool
1: of It's a big old uh, death-stranding people.
0: Uh, two, two's alright. I didn't mind two. I finished two, and I even bought the DLC for two. Uh, one was average.
3: It, it sounds like the story of The Witcher, where the first one is pretty average, the second was, one's better, and the third one's... made it was rough. Yeah.
0: Very rough. Alright, so video game sins, let's talk about what we do wrong when when we play games. So who wants to kick it off?
3: <clears throat> I have a really bad habit of watching Netflix on my other monitor while I play games. Even it's story based games. <laughs> what? I just
0: what do you I, I feel watch? more
3: comfortable with background noise.
0: don't you have music isn't there g- music in the game? Like what do you mean I'm like background noise? Talking just- and
3: just just other background noise. Because what do you? A watch? lot of the games that I play, they have downtime where it's quiet. So I just like to have background noise. All right.
0: If you were let's pretend that you know this was like a restaurant and you had to pair like a a nice steak with a nice red. What uh, what what game would you pair with a TV show? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're playing Warframe, which you play, do which you do play quite a lot. Like what's your what's a good show to watch with Warframe?
3: Oh uh, well Warframe's a game I play when I'm chill, so i will probably do like Brooklyn Nine Nine just because it, it doesn't require a lot of investment.
0: Okay. So What about yeah. some like Dark Souls?
3: Dark Souls? I'd probably I don't know. Everything in Dark Souls is dying, so maybe like Game of Thrones where there's just as much death. That's very bleak.
0: Alright. Uh Ash, what's one of your sins? Uh my sins? I
4: don't
1: know, playing sort- a game
3: that isn't Mortal Kombat Elephant. <laughs> hey now,
1: hey now, stop time casting me. You have to <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think I try not to sin too hard. I'm one of those people that absolutely hates going to like game facts to figure something out. And when I absolutely have to, the second I do it, I feel so dirty for it. But <laughs> I... I don't know. I don't even know if it's a sin. It feels a little bit like one of those things where like people go, what's your greatest weakness in like a job interview? And you go, oh, that I work too hard. Um, <laughs> I think one of my gaming sins is that I'm far too ready to drop everything I've done so far and start from the beginning just because of one small thing that I didn't realize could affect me later on. And I'll just, I'll, I won't even find a way around it. I just dump it and start again. It's one of the reasons it, I don't it, play it, Bethesda games so much.
3: It sounds like you're attacking Zach because he missed one of the dictaphones in oh. Irony Curtain.
0: No, in a uh, book. Oh, Trubabrook, sorry. Yeah, I, can't, yeah, but I
4: can't
1: figure out which one it is still. You're, you are talking to the guy that finished the original Bioshock three times in a row. I just went again and again going, I've nearly 100% of this. I can't believe I haven't 100% of this. Guess I'll just start again. And my wife was like, how long is this game? I'm like, no, no, honey. I've just played it again for the third time in a row. See, so I'll do similar stuff to that. Um...
0: If I play, what's a good example? Like, let's say Resident Evil Two or like The Last of Us, and uh, and instead of using like three bullets to shoot someone, it takes me like six bullets. I'll be like, no, nah, that's fucking rubbish. And I'll yeah. restart, and I'll just go again. Um, I ended up hoarding a whole bunch of ammo in The Last of Us. Um, and Trent, have we all played the The Last of Us?
2: Yeah, never heard Chat? of it. <laughs> uh, really no, because the um, I'm scared of zombies. Okay, are you ever gonna play well, it?
3: Good news, they're not
0: zombies. Um, so.
2: I'm planning on. I I got to the first cutscene and that just ruined my life. So I didn't really go beyond that.
0: Good start. Look, <laughs> <laughs> A A for effort. You've made a real dent. Um, spoiler, a bit of a spoiler alert. You know when you, uh you get like two thirds of the way through and you start to play as um old mate yeah yeah so trent told me that at that moment in time you lose all your all your ammo so i went around and like shot er- like <laughs> oh, no. everybody and killed everybody and then i got all my gear back a bit later on and i had no fucking ammo because <laughs> <laughs> i was just like okay i've got to like one shot this guy or you know or if it's a Ah, uh, one of the main. Uh, what are the enemies in Clickers? Um, the Clickers, yeah. You know, you know instead of you using like three bullets, it was like eight or something. I was like, no, that's just not good enough. So yeah, I I am quite uh, prone to restarting sections over and over again um, if I don't get it perfect. Which means it the like the game takes me three times as long, which why which is why I never finish games. And then I have a huge backlog. So Thank is you. this you
3: admitting <laughs> that you still haven't finished The Last of Us, or
0: I? I but I have finished The Last of Us. That's a, th- that was the last game I finished on PS3. <laughs> All right, good talk. And then I'll. Um, it it's there too. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's one of yours?
2: Um, I just don't ever finish games, ever. And then you I just buy lose more? interest,
1: and then peter off, or do you have a drop-off point where you're like, okay, I'm done?
2: I just get interested in external things besides playing games. I think like jaw order. <laughs> oh, never jaw order, no thanks. I mean, like I have finished the Bioshock series, and I did finish Borderlands because I really do like those 2K games, and then. I think I think the last game that wasn't a 2K game that I finished was um, Zelda Ocarina right. of Time when I was 12.
0: Jesus.
3: <laughs> See, I was thinking like the 3D remake. but Wow, back then,
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> oh, and I almost finished Final Fantasy 15. That's but a I get like I get I get like 50% of the way through a game and then I'm just like eh. I'm done In it all now. fairness,
3: with Final Fantasy XV, the second half of it is just shocking.
2: Um, I actually enjoyed the whole thing. It's just where I'm up to now, where I'm like, oh, what, what yeah. do I do Are next? you at Chapter 13? Pardon?
3: Are you at Chapter 13?
2: I'm like at the Horde thing, where they have all the different enemies you got to go through to beat, to get through, but I just haven't grinded enough to level up to get through it all. So I have to go back... Do more crappy, grindy side missions just to get through it because I have I'm not high enough. It's a pain in my ass.
4: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think there's a few of us that uh, have the problem of not finishing games.
4: Um, Does anybody else fall back. into
1: that same loop where uh, you start playing a game, you're enjoying the game, you slowly peter off until you're not playing the game anymore. And then fast forward like six months ago, why didn't I ever finish that game? And then you go back to play it and realize that you've forgotten everything about the game. So you restart the game and then you're playing the game and then you (laughs) peter off. Oh, I'll never restart.
2: I'll just try and pick up where I left off.
1: That—that's
3: What Kat just said is me with uh, Shadow of War, except I know why I dropped the game, but I pledged it. So I have to finish it and I hate it.
0: (laughs) No, I I think it depends on how far I'm through is if I restart or not. But how do you
1: know how far through you are, Zach? Unless you've looked well, it up on Game Facts.
0: Well, actually, that... I look it up well, on Facts. Well, that was going to be one... Uh, well, that that is one of my sins as well. I, I do um, have a tendency to... Because I have so many games to play, when I sort of get a bit stuck, there are times where I go, you know what? Fuck this. I've got to finish this game so I can start something else. So I'll, I'll go and look at a walkthrough. Shame. I know, it is It is very shameful. Shame. Shame um, on you,
2: I've never done that. That is a lie. I don't lie, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: There you go. That also wasn't a lie. <laughs> there are no, <laughs> li- no lies here. Someone's been playing Ace Attorney. <laughs> no, um,
0: definitely have hey.
1: Yep, that happened. <laughs> I I will admit that as soon as I figure out that a game has chapters like if it comes up with like your starter levels like chapter 4 I'll be like oh Google how many chapters yeah. in the game name here
2: <laughs> how Maybe long so am that I giving up, up for this
1: yeah just like, what kind of commitment am I making here and am I ready to do that
0: yeah, yeah. what was the last game I used to walk oh Silver Chains <laughs> <would have> been... <laughs> was one. your, your favourite <laughs>
3: game this is the fourth week in a row you talked about it I
0: love that game so much <laughs> okay it's so good that I like. I, don't, I really don't want other people to experience it. It's like like I want it to be kept for myself, just for so, you. <laughs> so I gave it, I gave it a low score, so no one else would you know. It was sabotage out of love. Yeah, I actually can't think what the what the most recent game. Oh, I think it might have been Dishonored. There was a safe code that I was like, I can't be I can't be bothered trying to find this safe code. So I think I looked it up. I think, I think that was the last one. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that's that's another one of the sins I got. Who else has got uh, some sins?
3: I've got one that's going to sound really weird, and you're mm-hmm. probably you all all three of you are going to be like, "What the fuck is
1: wrong with you?" Can only play naked, covered in peanut butter. Whoa. Oh,
3: okay. So you can relate. Uh, no, playing multiple games at once.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you mean like? No, no, no. Sorry. Well, no, no, no. let that. I mean, do you mean physically at the same time? Yes. Yes. Me too. I hate that I'm <laughs> playing. A, I'm playing a mobile game. I've got AI battles happening in Mortal Kombat 11, and I'm playing Remnant from the Ashes.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: Yeah. No, so when me and my friends do online
3: games that have like long loading times, I'll flick over to another game <laughs> during the loading screens just to kill the time <laughs> until it, it comes. Until the, it's like, the that match. That was or whatever a 40 was second ready.
1: loading screen. I could have won two fights in Mortal Kombat during that.
3: Yeah, there was a period where I think I entered a Dark Souls boss fight while playing Rocket League at the exact same time, and it loaded really quickly. <laughs> so I had to like be a goalkeeper in Rocket League while also fighting a boss in Dark Souls. See, so on one hand, it's impressive. What, what was that? No, you can't pause Dark Souls. That's
1: not how it really? works, Zach.
3: No, you can't.
1: Uh, on that tangent, I did actually see at one point a guy who was a very highly rated StarCraft II player. Actually, at one point, tried to simultaneously play a diamond level game of StarCraft II while also playing challenger rank games in Hearthstone. Same time, same monitor. He had to tab between them, and he won. He won both games. But only just. He like <laughs> I, It was the first time I'd ever seen him stressed. He was like, oh my God. That's
2: insane.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. It was, uh, it was pretty awesome though.
0: Ooh. Cat do you have any, any more sins?
2: Um, I have a backlog of about 80 games. Maybe 100 now that I have yes. a PC.
0: Well, considering you haven't finished the game <laughs> since you were 12 apart from Borderlands, I would say
1: that there's gonna be a pretty big backlog there.
3: Should, should I open my Steam account and be scared <laughs> at how big my backlog is on Steam?
1: Actually if we're gonna talk about backlogs on Steam, do you guys see that website that helps you try and get through your backlog? No. It's I, a website I think that if I do you,
3: recall that, yeah. Yeah.
1: If you log into it with your Steam with your Steam like credentials or whatever, like you don't you don't give it your details. You can like give it authorization to view your list. It'll look up games that you started but didn't finish It'll flag ones that you're close to finishing, and then when you finish it, you can tick it off and it goes onto your finish pile. Nice. Hmm. So it's like a motivator, and it also has a I don't know what to play option that literally puts a bunch of games from your Steam list onto a wheel and spins it.
2: Yeah, but then a lot of the things. <laughs> oh have to yes, I know that.
1: Yeah. And I think it's kinda cool. I just hope it
2: never chooses Borderlands the Sequel for me.
1: Why not? Definitely. Don't you want to go to the moon and hear a bunch of Australian people yell at you as well?
2: Um, I really didn't like
3: that game. Don't tell anyone. Did, did you ever hear Don't the story anyone. of how that game got the Australian accents?
1: It's because it was the placeholder accents from the people working on it in Bondi. Yeah.
3: So yeah. So what happened was that, uh, they, they were trying to get the voice actors but they didn't have the time to so they put in placeholders but they were trying to actually do American accents to try to like, mimic the voices and what they were oh, going some for. some of them
1: were. Some of them were oh, just no, flat no. out being yeah. horrible Drongo so- Aussies. Yeah, Have you so heard about sent- that one where you gotta get the jumbuck in the Tucker bag? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and the guy's yeah. like, oh yeah, flabba wubba, put him in the bag, there, mate. It's like, what? What?
4: But it,
3: it was it's just really funny because it's like they sent off uh you know the game to be looked at and uh the guys in ticket the American officers go, We love the Aussie accents you guys did. <laughs> and then and then the the officer's just like we were trying to go for American accents, but they, and so they just terrible. decided to keep the Aussie accents in the game.
2: Oh, they're so bad.
1: But that's what makes it so good. Wow. Is bad on purpose good? No. Zach?
0: Yes.
3: Zach? <laughs> is bad on purpose... You're the lover of bad things, so...
0: Most definitely. Well, sometimes, you know, like, uh, not self-aware bad is pretty good. Like Homefront.
1: Yeah, he played a bad, bad game.
0: <laughs> um, another sin that I have is I'm a very lazy um, upgrader in a lot of games. So often I'll um, I'll collect
1: skill points and I'll just be like, oh, you know, can't be and bothered. Up- it's right about oh, when you realise that you're getting your face smashed and you're like, oh, I probably should upgrade my character. That's pretty much it. That's why, you love, it. And that's then why I
4: go, you love oh. Dark
3: Souls. You don't need to upgrade anything in Dark Souls. You just got to get
4: good.
0: Um yeah, and then I'll like go through to um you know, the upgrades and I'll have like thirty four skill points or something. And then I'll just go from being a meek little warrior to you know, world's strongest man.
1: Swole. <laughs> I don't know what that is. You don't know what swole is? <laughs> no, I don't it shows. <laughs> just whip out your phone and just Google swole men covered in oil. The oil part's very important. Swole man. Oh, no. Really? (laughs) We've done it, ladies and gentlemen. We've got him. Oh, this guy? Yeah. gross. Yuck. (laughs) (laughs) For the people listening at home, you can do this as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. He... Well, he's buff. Um... (laughs) He's used a lot of skill points, if you know what I mean. He's anyway. a strength build. Uh, okay, that one's very, very raunchy. Um, <laughs> what other video game sins do uh, people commit? And then we'll, we'll reel off some uh, some community answers.
3: All right, so I have one that's very, very inherent to PC gaming. There's a high chance if a game doesn't support ultra wide, I just won't play it because I hate the oh. black bars on this side of my monitor. Yeah, that's
4: fair oh. enough.
0: So you don't like letter uh, letterbox um, resolutions?
3: Nah, I I actually I stopped playing DMC Five because it was letterbox. I was like, no fuck this. I've got I other haven't. games to play.
0: Okay, maybe I also have like another scene then where I actually have a weird love for letterbox resolutions. So games well, then, like uh, like the order and like the the first evil within, like I prefer that in Letterbox than. You, you um, should
3: you should absolutely get an ultra white then. You can play every game in Letterbox.
0: Nice. I will.
1: <laughs> well. The dream. Hmm. Uh. Anybody else? Um. I will almost always nitpick a game's smallest problem on PC, and if I can mod it to fix it, I will do so.
4: Oh, like, oh, I'm talking about like,
1: the <laughs> subtitles are too small, I've got to fix this. Oh, there's no menu option for it. I will mod it to fix it.
3: I, I have a really bad problem of modding games to the point where they don't work anymore and then I just give up.
1: <laughs> so just, Skyrim is just a sea of like jelly beans. <laughs> I, I think my Skyrim is actually like... like, you know what, I've, I've gone too far.
3: I'm pretty <laughs> sure my Skyrim install folder is like 80 gigs because of how many mods I have.
1: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> and it Super just high doesn't run. And sprites. I'm like,
3: fuck it. I don't want to play this anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, K- Kieran sent one through. He said that he's uh, he gets d- distracted by his phone and not paying attention when, it, in, when there's an important dialogue. And then he gets mad when he d- doesn't know uh, what's been going on or uh, can't figure out what to do next.
3: That explains his hate for Super Kids Racing PS4. I don't... <laughs> what?
0: I'll go with that.
2: <laughs> I'll take that.
0: Uh, yeah, so that... For those who don't know, Super Kids Racing is a game that Kieran gave 1 out of 10. It's the, it's the uh, current champion. It's it's the lowest rated game on Well Played. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, and he, if the, I think like the final line is like... Um, it's like why the fuck is this game on on the PSN store or something like that? Yeah, um, he would have given it zero had the website have allowed it, but uh, can't. So basically, what I'm saying is, we should check it out.
3: <laughs> this Sounds is like uh, my kind of game. Yeah, let's play the, the line it is, ever. why the fuck is this game even allowed to be sold on the PSN store? And the only reason I didn't give this game a zero is because the website won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> And then the points good, technically functions bad. I could have bought a shitty pizza with that $11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: good review that one. Very very good good review. Amazing. Um does anyone else have I uh, can't do you have any more. Sims? I mean like
2: I've got to play a game really to commit video games, right? Actually. <laughs> that's true.
0: That's very true. Because okay, yeah, do because you work in video games, do you often ignore a game because you've worked with it
2: no not at all like um i've played i won't play the horror games we released because i just don't like horror games um unless it's like a more of a tension game than a than a jump scare game or a zombie game but you um i play
0: Silver chains that
2: that no you're saying that because i shouldn't
0: no no would i say that
2: uh, yes yeah. What do you What I do would. you mean? Um, but other Zach games Zach just like, wants
3: everyone to play Silver Chains.
2: Sounds like a BDSM type of game.
0: Or <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was.
2: Daniel <laughs> Johns probably
0: plays it all the time. Oh wow! The old DJ.
2: <laughs> but now, um, oh, yeah, yeah, we... no, Like I still play the games we release and whatnot, but I just don't have a lot of time, so.
0: Mm. Nice. All right, let's run through some community answers. Uh, actually, yeah, here's a good one. that um, Kieran also says he uh, does as well. But Joshua Ricks, Ricks, or have you say his last name? Risk. I can never remember. Little Big risky. little Risk. tiny man. Big Wilson. little um, uh He says that there's plenty, but the one that comes to mind is playing games on easy mode. Uh,
1: is that
3: really a sin, though? I think yeah, like I play on easy mode.
1: I find that my enthusiasm for a game directly correlates with what difficulty I'll play it on. And if I've played your game on very easy, I'm sorry, but I was not keen to play it. That's the only way I could describe this.
0: I think uh this depends on
1: why you're playing it on easy mode. Are we is this um, where we all come forward as game journalists and say sometimes you just got to get the game done quickly? Yeah, well, that's you know, that's one particular reason that i mean i don't i
0: don't play i mean i
1: won't admit to that on the podcast <laughs> as I soon as we go on there
4: but
3: i totally in, do in saying that uh god of war i almost flicked it on to easy because i was an idiot and started playing it on very hard oh and, you fool and those those uh valkyries at the end there just kicked the living yeah. daylights out of me but you fool. I was also as stubborn as I was frustrated so I didn't switch it over so I ended up beating him all in very hard and I'm so ashamed <laughs> that I put that much time into it
1: how many controllers did you go through?
3: <sighs> look let's just say that Sony's
1: uh you know, available stock plummeted after having many controller <laughs> that let's, let's just say Santa Monica Studios got an envelope full of pubes from you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, because yeah, cause, cause Kieran says here that uh, he does it because, mostly because I don't have enough time to play everything uh, as, it is, as, as it is. So the smoother and quicker the journey, the better.
1: Real talk, mini discussion point. How many people here have played through a game on easy and then said, I enjoy that so much. I'm going to play it again on a higher difficulty. Nope. He then um, is that just nose cult? across the board?
3: Okay. Or? D- does it count if you give yourself challenges in a game like Dark Souls, where I finish it and then I go, "All right, time to do a naked run." Yeah, I just don't that's, have armor. that's
1: manufactured difficulty. Wait, Nothing you, wrong with that.
2: Are you are you naked or is your character
1: naked? Both. Yes. I it was implied. Oh. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> like for for example, for me, Dark Souls one, I played it on every difficulty in the game. I finished the game like seven times.
2: I just can't enjoy a game if it's too hard. I I
1: think I, for me the hardest difficulty in Dark was difficult, yes. But I, at that point I had perfected the art of being a cheesy motherfucker, and I beat the game.
3: <laughs> See, I think the only time I'll really do it for a game that has like difficulty options you can select is if there's an achievement or a trophy tied to it.
1: Yes, that's also mm. a big that's a big one for me.
3: If there isn't, then I be like, no, there's no reason for me to play it on hard.
4: Hmm.
0: hmm. I think with um with Homefront, because I, I was gonna try and get the platinum early on, but um, I think the trophy didn't um didn't generate. So I played it on. I actually played that on the hardest difficulty, and there's a trophy for playing it on the hardest difficulty, and then there's a trophy for finishing it on any difficulty, and I think the any difficulty trophy didn't actually trigger. Um, which well which I hope was just a a stuff up, but um, what do you think of trophies that make you play twice? Yeah, uh, from a difficulty point of view, not from
1: like a uh, collectibles. For me, difficulty comes down to how it's, how it's put in the game. I've always wanted to do an article talking about different kinds of difficulty. If the difficulty just is harder means you die quicker, it's kind of boring, but if there's more things that come into play, like I like difficulty ramping where there's more enemies on screen at any given time. You know, there's less ammo, stuff like that. That's my kind of mm. ammo slider. So, I mean, if a game is the kind of one where playing it multiple times gives me a unique experience each time, apart from just dying quicker, I'm cool to play it through multiple times, even for an achievement. It's cool.
4: Mm.
0: All right, another answer we've got here is our Lachlan Robinson. Shout out to Big Locky Robin. Big Lockstar Gaming. Listen to... Listen to it every week. Uh, my only gaming sin was looking up the ending to a game on YouTube when I was at the tail end of the game, in particular, and I was too lazy to finish it because it was such a grind. Click more. Uh, I ain't gonna say which game though. Oh, that, that's damn the suspense. Damn it. Mm.
3: Let's take guesses, and then he can tell us in the comments. Ooh, and no? oh, I knew you
1: were gonna say that. Final Fantasy Fifteen. All right,
0: that's a good one.
1: That's a good one. I'm it's actually a sin of mine. If a game has multiple endings, I will get my ending and then look up the rest of them.
2: Oh, uh, multiple end- endings kill me. See my but, sin yeah, for that has same. to do
1: with stuff like Dark Souls and Sekiro where I just save scum. Oh yeah, if I can save scum the endings, I'll do it. But if I can't yeah. then on to the YouTube I go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 'cause so yeah, games like um Dishonored where you had to you know, you get different 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 endings for well, things can't like everybody. Bioshock 2, which depends on how well you've played. Like, obviously, you either get the good ending or the bad ending. You can't get both because it's the entire game leading up to that point. So, I'll usually get the good ending just because apparently I'm a moral dude. What,
3: what about Nia Automata where it has 26 different endings?
1: Oh, my God.
2: I'm going to watch those. I'm going to watch all of
1: them. I, I, honestly,
3: <laughs> I I'm a majority the of them are just like, ah, oh, your character walked in the wrong direction, you died, game over, and then it puts you back at your last checkpoint. <laughs>
0: Right, another one from uh, Adam Riley. Shout out to Adam Riley. Uh, he says, baiting an enemy team member into killing another one of his teammates on Rainbow Six. <laughs> uh, well, I, assume, I assume he means Rainbow Six. He says, R6. Yeah, he means Siege. Yeah, don't, I don't think I've ever really baited anybody into killing
1: anybody I don't else.
2: play anything online.
1: True. Um, I play Friday the 13th online and I've baited uh, Jason into killing my friends plenty of times. <laughs> like, I'll come running into a cabin and I'll like leap through the window and crawl under the bed and like the guy will be like, "Hey, is Jason outside?" I'm like, "No." And then suddenly <laughs> no. the door gets smashed in. The guy's like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. Then it. as he dies, love- he's like, <laughs> "You lied to me." <laughs> uh,
3: I, actually, this is a game scene that I have that only pertains to Siege because I only do it in Siege. Uh, team killing and not even in competitive, it's like just in the PvE just mode. For where I'll, I'll set up like an explosive and then be like, Oh, you know, we're gonna run down this horse. So I'll let my team, my friend run ahead of me, and then I blow it up and kill them. <laughs> and then I just laugh at them.
1: <laughs> the French have a word for you, lay
3: prick. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. One of my friends is literally in his very first game of terrorist hunt, he was like. Uh, doing all the leading to be like dancing because we're about to win. And because it was leading, I just shot him in the head so he died right before the game finished.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Le gigante prick.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I'm never playing games with you then. Um, At least not Rainbow Six Siege. (laughs) Big Camo Robinson, our uh, resident New Zealand fan. Uh, He says that he... His sin is looking for stuff like XP glitches and other exploits to get super powerful, the best gear, and then losing interest in the game because there is absolutely zero challenge or reason to keep playing.
1: <laughs> he literally grows so <laughs> powerful he kills the game for himself. <laughs> uh,
0: Tegan Walsh-Jones. Shout out to Tegan. She used to, you used to write for us. Uh, she says that she's guilty of not finishing games then buying more games just to keep the cycle going. Uh, That's,
2: yes. Yeah, I do that.
0: Nathan Wood. Uh, big shout out to natho massive game whore i play for a day or so move on to the next shiny one and forget to go back except <laughs> maybe destiny but even then i do it i only do 90 percent of the content and jacob hopkins windle says depending on what type of games free ro- uh i think he's oh, sorry he's answering the question that i put through to the group which was uh, do you play multiple games at once Okay. So, yeah, so he says, depending on what type of games, free roam ones I often play multiple at a time, whereas linear ones he'll play uh, through one at a time. Yeah. There you go. We're some naughty boys and girls. We need to uh, go to church.
1: Forgive me, Father, for I
3: have sinned. Their punishment <laughs> is to play Silver Chains.
2: My punishment is to play Troll and I. Oh. That's actually.
3: That, that doesn't, pun- doesn't sound like a punishment to
4: me.
1: My punishment is just could- to keep playing Mortal Kombat 11, apparently. <laughs> Forever.
0: All right. Let's move on to some news. Um, we've already spoken about the Sniper Ghost Warrior contracts. How exciting. Uh, all right. Let's go into probably the. Um, probably the biggest. Well, not probably, Well, yeah. The spiciest. One of the biggest, uh, yeah. Spiciest. News of the week so far. Uh, So, if you remember was it last week that we did this,
1: Ash? Yes. Uh, Last week I was on the podcast and we were talking about a particular game. In fact, I reviewed that particular game. And I just caught Zach while he was mid-drink there. So, that's a little bit of insight (laughs) into how this podcast runs for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. yeah, So, Ash reviewed a game called Ion Fury. Yep and the developer... I actually forgot the name of the, of the developer team. So the development Three. team is
1: called Void Point, and the story pretty much goes that on their public Discord server, which uh, houses several other uh, Gearbox, um, Gearbox published game developer people, um, a couple of the developers ma- managed to re- reveal that they are in fact mas- massive douchebags just by sharing absolutely heinous opinions about uh, obviously transgender people and just people who are differently abled in general. And so, I mean, the question I have for you, Zach, obviously throughout the website's history from Game Bro and Well Played, how many mm-hmm. times have you actually pulled a review from the from the website?
3: Well, he pulled uh, my secure review because it was too positive.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I mean, uh, like, this is a, this is the very first time yeah. that we've ever done it. So the generally, only, the only yeah. other time was when we um we actually did. I uh, think actually sent us a preview code. Uh, and I miss and I misread the word preview for review. So, um, Azza I think wrote a review. Oh dear! Uh, this was actually before Cat and I really started uh, talking. But um, yeah, we then published a, a review. And <laughs> Kat Cat had to email me and be like, "Can you please take that?" Sure, you can. Because <laughs> it's only a preview. But so oh, I like... don't
2: even remember that.
0: But I mean, it would this... have been. Oh, I can't remember what, what was, it was it? What yeah. was the actual title. I can't Dragons. Remember. I think it was Dragons Dogma. I think it was dragons. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Uh, so that's only yeah. So, so yeah, this, that's only the, the time we've
1: self so pulled. Uh, this would effectively. Um, uh, let's not use the word self pulled on the podcast. But uh, <laughs> but I mean, so technically this would mark the first time that you have consciously said, you know what, we're not going to support this product. We're actually going to pull our review because I mean, at its core, I mean, if you look about look at it, a review serves as quite literally, it's a product review. It's something that's talking about something available to buy. It's a form of advertising in many ways generally the behavior of the developers from Void Point pretty much boiled down to just stuff that we couldn't possibly endorse as writers, as journalists, as just, you know, human beings with, you know, big hearts so we decided instead to remove the Iron Fury review and we've instead redirected it to the Beyond Blue um, help service for people just because if you know, if if something this negative is going to take place, we might as well make something positive out of it and I'm really happy with how it turned out. I mean, for me, obviously, I played the game, I reviewed the game, I put a lot of effort into the game, and I'm not going to lie, I quite enjoyed the game. I still find it quite difficult to separate art from the artist. If the people behind the thing that I'm working through are not positive human beings, then regardless of how much I might be enjoying their product, it just makes it hard for me to actually want to endorse it to others.
4: Hmm.
1: I think yeah, so just on that, I mean, this is my own opinion but I think
0: separating the art and the artist comes down to what the artist has done, if that makes sense? Yeah, no, so, I agree with you, you know, completely. Yeah, you know, if they've if they robbed a milk
1: bar when they were 9 years old, you know. Well, I mean, for the example, the way I'd look at it is this is that, <laughs> you know, James Gunn produced both the Guardians of the Galaxy films. He was later fired from Disney mm. because he made tweets years ago like over a decade ago that were back then sort of the pseudo 90s edgy thing that just nowadays don't really fly and he admitted that that was what i did was terrible it was just me trying to be edgy i don't endorse that stuff it was in the past i've grown as a person that's a good example for me going well i still enjoy the films i'm glad that he recognized that it was a different time and he was being a different person you're allowed to grow as a person
2: yeah Mm. absolutely
1: yeah so for me with the void point situation, these were people in a public forum sharing absolutely heinous opinions of what they feel like. The, the things that they were actually communicating to others was just disgusting. There's no other way to describe it. Was it, yeah. more than,
3: yeah. was it more than like one representative of the developers? There was one it was like like particular like
1: person two saying two most things, three? but then no, somebody else did like weigh four, in. Yeah, there's it? a couple. There oh, wow. like, was one person who made most of the points, but then others did weigh in. And like chimed the, in, yeah. Yeah, so what actually happened was, effectively, they. I'm not going to share what was said, because I just feel no. it doesn't need to be shared, but the bottom line is that an opinion was shared, people in that Discord who were not developers pretty much fired back, just saying like, you know, the things you're saying aren't correct, and just very, very reasonable kind of, I, you can say that, but you also got to understand that what you're saying can be, you know, quite harmful to others, and that's when, obviously, other people from the development team chimed in and just said, well, we live in an age where everyone gets upset, you know, and effectively just sort of said well we're not going to grandstand but we're not going to disagree with him which that's rough it's hard Mm. and so obviously a lot of people weighed in we're not the only people to pull the review Um, there's others that have just said like (laughs) obviously in our situation our review was live we hit embargo we released it it was fine other people just chose not to release theirs they said we've worked hard we've produced a review but we're not going to release it because of this
0: Mm. yeah and and that's one of the things that that our review was already live when this sort of came out so um yeah, I think I think it's there. Yeah, we uh, made the right call to uh, redirect. Yeah. The other thing that um has happened since this come out, but the uh Point have uh come out and said that they will. How, what was the wording? They've actually they said it?
1: that they they feel that they need to be responsible for all members of the team. They've said that the people who are involved are going to go through sensitivity training and be more aware of what they're doing. But you know that's still a little bit wishy washy. The main thing that they said is that they are they. Have not done so, but they have promised they will make a contribution to a—I uh, think it's a transgender support group known as the Trevor Project. Yeah. Uh, mm. To the sum of ten thousand dollars. Now, this is something they said they are going to do, not that they've done. Just they aim to do it at some point. Mm. So I mean, I'm, I, again, I will never look down on somebody making a positive contribution to a helpful organisation, but at the moment it's just words.
2: Yeah, and it to feels, me it just a, little feels like a little bit
1: like genuine it, it feels really hollow because it, if they were serious about it, they would have done it. It's it, To me, it feels a little bit like, we are going to do this, provided the game sells well enough that we can afford it. That's my problem.
2: Well, it does say that it's going to come out of the profits of Iron Fury, so I guess they do have to wait for that rollback it
1: to start It still loosely anyway. translates to, I know that yeah. you're boycotting our products, but you need to buy it to help the people that we hurt. Oh,
2: that's true. I didn't even think of it that way. That's the way yeah, I that, see it. That, I mean, that again, it. that's just my yeah.
1: opinion. I'm not saying that's how it works, but that's how it feels to me.
2: No, that, yeah, it, that
3: makes it, sense. It, yeah, yeah it, it's one of those things where they pretty much hold that contribution to ransom. It's something that uh, Rockstar does a lot with their overtime uh, bonuses. Yeah, it's uh, a very they, hollow. They're, they're tied directly to game sales. So if you know people get sick of it and boycott the game, those developers don't get anything for their hard work. But it's just it's a really shitty situation. I was actually keen an eye on Fury, and then. When I read that report, I was like, yeah, I'm absolutely not getting the game. I think I did a similar yeah. thing with Kingdom Come Deliverance because the main head honcho was a bit of a dick. Uh, so I was just like, yeah, no, nah, not supporting that, so... Yeah, I'm yeah, also I'm vibe.
1: also very much an advocate for personal responsibility. I firmly believe that there's probably people on the Voidpoint team who worked hard on Iron Fury and probably deserve some recognition for what they did. But obviously, we live in an age where communication is so easy to get a hold of. Obviously, this is a public discord that these people were talking to their fans and their friends and working together. That serves as a platform where you can send a positive message, and they chose to not do that. Yeah. I mean, it just unfortunately means that the bad apple does spoil the bunch. Um, void point, if you're listening to this podcast for whatever reason, the people who did good work, yeah, you did good work. But there's more than sensitivity training at stake here. It's just, you need to be a better human being. It's 2019. Sorry, guys.
2: Yeah, that's what I was saying to Zach this morning that not only is it 2019, but. You know, it's just so disappointing to see people doing something like this and then be like, oh, yeah, but games journalist is all SJWs. And it's like, no, just yeah. don't be a dick. It's like, common it, it's sense. Not, don't it's be not a dick. Hard. And, yeah, you do have freedom of speech, but you don't have the right to console, consequence-free freedom of speech. Like, just because you have an opinion doesn't mean that your company that you work for isn't going to fire you. Like, they have a policy, you know, and they don't mm. support that. And you're a representative of that brand and that company and just don't be a shitty representative
1: of it. Correct. I'm a firm believer that if you are a piece of shit, you're allowed to be a piece of shit. In the privacy <laughs> yeah. of your own home where you can't affect other people with the fact that you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Just I don't, don't care alone. if someone's a racist and they sit at home being a racist and don't affect anyone else. That's the perfect example of a racist. Someone who doesn't actually affect the people that they hate. But... If you're a piece of shit, just be a private piece of shit. Yeah, just stay at home. Please, and just stay, stay, off stay the at internet. home. <laughs> yeah, stay off the internet. It
0: um, I forgot the point I was I was gonna ask. Uh, what was but it regarding be, pieces of shit? Sort of. It'd be interesting to to see uh, what the people who weren't involved in those comments, uh, who work at that company, how they sort of feel towards those other other people now so let's just you know so they're obviously going to uh, minus the profits by ten thousand potentially um but you would say that this game has suffered you know loss of yeah sales and stuff so imagine the person who you know and there's probably there might be like bonuses attached to you know, if we get x amount of sales you get more or whatever um and just thinking you know that this this person has cost me yeah bonus or you know we're not going to make as much money in royalties or whatever because this knob jockey's body gone and
1: yeah, so you know. I'm no expert yeah. on the void point as obviously a, as a development studio but I can't help but feel that because we haven't heard of them in mainstream that they can't be huge. Like this could be no. a very small close knit team and after this happened somebody could have literally stood up from the desk and said Gary you piece of shit Yeah What did we tell you about being a piece of shit?
2: Uh, stay at home
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, I prefer right, don't, don't be a piece of shit, but if you absolutely have to, just do it somewhere where you don't affect other people. Just go he, to the middle he, of the forest and be awful there.
3: Here's a really concerning point, though. If they have that many people with those toxic opinions in that, in that workforce, what's the likelihood that they discriminated against people that wanted to work for them because of those opinions?
2: Well, that depends if it's it goes all the way up. Or if it's just that... Particular part of
1: the dev team. Are the pieces of shit localized? Find out next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move on because we're uh, getting pretty long in this
0: uh, in this old podcast. Uh, so length. today, um, if you didn't know, Australians, Australians, Australia's classification board is pretty strict. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs>
0: and today we got a very, very, very good reminder. Well, not a good reminder, but we got a uh, a reminder of our
2: uh, reality. Just how
0: strict <laughs> how strict it can be. Um, there were four games that were um, banned today. Uh, Wii Happy Few, I think it was. It's the new DLC for We Got banned yeah, again. Light, Lightbringer, light, yeah, light bear or bringer, yes, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you get to play guitar
2: uh, and shoot laser beams. I think that looks sick. Not that I'll ever get to play it, but looks
0: banned. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it looks uh, incredibly t- t- banned. T- um deliverance. Um the DLC... was it the whole game or the de- no it was, I think it was, was the DLC, full... DLC for that. Yeah, but I think it's is it the royal edition? No, that's already out, isn't it? I think it's just the new expansion. Okay. Cool. Mm. Cuz I know that they they released a royal edition with all the um all the expansions cuz Ed actually played the recent expansion uh recently. Anyway, I'm not too sure, but uh, something to do with, with uh, Kingdom Come was banned. I'm not sure if it's it's if it's the entire game or just just the DLC. Uh, and there's another game from Rockstar called Bon Air.
1: Yeah, I saw I this. I've never heard uh, of this game before. I, I think it,
3: it looks like it was just uh, something to do
0: with Red Dead Online, which yeah. isn't very good in the first place. But yeah, so that's also been banned. It's also come through. Um, if you didn't see during, I think it was during Gamescom, but um, they announced a Hotline Miami collection for uh, the switch, for switch. and <laughs> they basically drop, dropped it straight onto all the stores uh, and even though it's been banned previously in australia they just you know, they they had it up on the the e but that yep. is now um gone
2: i uh, missed out yeah, it, it yeah got so hotline down.
0: miami collection has been gone uh it's, so we we assume it's been banned uh that's come after the ban of daisy's physical it actually uh, they
3: amended that it's getting daisy oh, banned entirely Oh, yeah, uh. sorry,
0: yeah, 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 yep. yeah. So they... Ruining it's a the one as well now. Yeah, they did ban um, Daisy. I did, yeah, I did read that um, they're going to amend
1: whatever it is that they need to fix. Um, uh, it's it's the t- depiction of marijuana.
0: That's, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I wish I could um,
1: say it was something really, really interesting and horrible, and that's definitely why it should have been banned. Oh, you make balloon animals out of intestines. Nah, it's just some weed. Just some weed. Uh, yeah, so... Five games in,
0: and you know one amended, but yeah, five games in what, a week, or a week and
1: a half. That's a I really a ridiculous. I feel like the censorship board, if only because if anybody remembers the years and years and years ago where there was the big push to try and get the R eighteen for games, I actually advocate for that really, really hard. I was actually approaching people and like working to talk to the correct groups to sort of work that one through. It's better I you feel advocate like
3: for that than GamerGate, huh? But he advocate um, for that thing came again.
1: I did talks at local schools about why Modern Warfare Two was rated a MA within Australia and R eighteen overseas because they wanted to know. So I was talking to parents and teachers who wanted to know about that. That's something I did, but I'll happily tell people about that another day. But the thing about the Australian Censorship Board is that it goes through peaks and troughs. It's actually really insane how they work, because obviously they are a board of people that look over particular products they have several people will look at a particular thing they'll prepare a report and then they'll compare and work from there. However there are times where they seem to not function at all and the fact that they've come out of left field now and just suddenly banned a couple of things it feels like maybe they're catching up on stuff they should have done a long time ago. In the same breath that they banned Mortal (laughs) Kombat the 2009, uh, the Mortal Kombat 9 release because of blood and depictions of gore at the same time that that was banned a game called Splatterhouse got released on the Xbox 360. Jeez. which is a game that is all about as much blood as you can possibly create. You rip limbs off enemies, you beat them up. You yourself at the player, have your arm chopped off and you end up attacking people with a bloody stump. It has incredible swearing. It drops the C-bomb here and there. That went through without a single eyebrow raised. Yet Mortal Kombat got banned in Australia. So basically what I've spent the last two minutes saying is that they're incompetent as hell.
3: Yeah. Do you reckon that they focus on the bigger titles just as scapegoats?
1: I can say this without a shadow of a doubt. They are not learned enough about games and the games industry to be able to differentiate what are the big name titles. No, yeah, I'm serious. Right. The they're Australian they're Classifications against. Board for Games used to have a website where they showed a picture of every single person who was on the committee, and every single one of them was was either your weird uncle that you never see or his father. They all look to be in their 40s and they're all 40-year-old white men that probably have never played a video game in their life. But they sit down, they look at footage, they look at kits that have been prepared from certain developers and some of them might even try and actually boot up the game, but they have no idea what they're doing.
2: Agreed. And that's because we have been through the classification process before. We used to have to classify titles... Ourselves and give them a classification. So, if we're providing these guidelines already for these people who are meant to be providing this, you know, censorship on our games, how are they even knowing what they're doing if they have to read a guidebook?
1: Correct. They are not.
2: They shouldn't need that guide They shouldn't at all. be
1: the people in charge of this. Yeah. So, I mean I'd love to say that it's some big conspiracy and that oh yeah they're just gonna they're gonna just smash down and go yep we're gonna ban these big games and cause a big ripple in the games industry but the thing is it just it's not true when Aliens vs Predator the 2011 game was banned they basically said to Sega sorry we're not gonna allow this game to get released we know you're publishing it but we're not doing it and Sega replied and went okay And they went. Sorry, are you not going to resubmit it with changes? I went. Nut. We're just not going to release in Australia. Um, We're just not going to stimulate your economy with game sales. We're just not going to do it. There's no point.
2: And it does cost money. Every submission that you do have to do, even your ARLs, like the ARLCs that you have to do to resubmit. Correct. It costs money every single time. Like it's expensive. It costs upwards of, you know. Exactly. And is,
1: with, aliens predator, with Aliens versus Predator. With Aliens versus Predator, the said, fine, we just won't release in Australia. We're not going to stimulate your economy in that way. We don't care. That's fine. We'll move on. There's plenty of the yeah, rest of the world yeah. that'll play it. They and, and, reclassified the game, the same copy they had, the same guidelines. They just went, Oh, okay, well, I suppose the violence is fantasy violence. Yep, cool, it's MA. So you tell me, does that paint a picture of a competent group of people? No.
3: Uh if you ask OMO, he'll say yes.
1: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he'll say a lot of things. <clears throat> Especially about the Engity (laughs) Maccas. 1997.
0: Question for you, Jordan. If does... This might be a little bit of a dumb question, but if something is getting released on PC, like on Steam, does it have to be um, rated for Australia? Yes. Sorry. uh, There's a
3: bit of a loophole. So DayZ got around that by being early access, so it didn't really need to be rated. Uh, but when they're going for the full release, that's when they got the big old, you know, refused classification sticker from the the classification bureau. Um, for a while, it didn't matter too much, but then you have games like uh, Left 4 Dead 2, which got a low-level violence yep. version for Australia. And it actually says that when you look at the page for the game, if you have an Australian copy, it'll say low-level yeah. violence version. Yep. Um, uh, there was a game that was banned recently... Uh, that you can't buy anymore at all on Steam. So it still does adhere to those things and it, it probably became more and more of a thing after uh, mm. Valve got the
0: Living Daylight suit out of him by the, <laughs> the consumer protection. The only reason I ask is because it looks like, I I was just doing a bit of reading just before, but um, it looks like the the Kingdom Come uh, uh, refusal is to do with the Woman's Lot DLC on consoles, because we actually, we reviewed it on PC last month. Um, So yeah, it must be to do with the console release of that. Anyway, let's move on to some other news. Um... Big news announced this morning is that Sony has bought development studio Insomniac Games, which is pretty
1: so, pretty cool for, for Sony. Correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't they originally a Sony property?
2: I always thought they were.
1: So did I. I think they've always I, done Sony no, titles. I don't, I don't know
0: if they were yeah, ever owned by Sony. I don't think though. they were mm. ever owned by Sony. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Because they, they did, um, they did Spyro. Sunset Overdrive. And they, and they originally oh. did Spyro, which... Was a
3: Sony property, but they were never. Mm. Yeah, I think they were
1: independent, and they just made a lot of Sony titles. And then they're like, "Oh, we can finally go out on our own. We're going to do our first multiplayer. Oh, sorry, we're going to do our first non-Sony title, and that was Sunset Overdrive. And now they're just doing Sony titles again."
0: Yeah, Sunset and Sunset Overdrive is probably their best game too.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd probably say it's
3: their best game. It's an awesome game. All the Spider-Man fanboys getting angry at us, but you know, it's a generic open-world game. But what Sunset Overdrive? No, no, Spider-Man. Awesome, fun. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Sunset Overdrive is not
1: generic. You cannot use the word generic for Sunset yeah. Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive is the definition uh, of Spider-Man. Sunset
2: Overdrive? Yeah. No, not yet, but um, I think it's on PC now. It is, yeah. So, it is, it is. Uh, yes! I, I, definitely, I definitely wanted to <laughs> play it, so...
4: <laughs> yes,
1: it is on PC now. Sorry, I was away from my desk for a brief second.
3: <laughs> well, if you get Game Pass on PC, you can play it through... Yeah, I'm really Microsoft looking forward stuff. to
2: that. Um, it's, I'm... Oh... All the Halo and Gears of War games. It's gonna
3: be it's gonna be sick. Uh, Reach still isn't out on PC, and it makes me mad. But it will be. <laughs>
1: That's the important thing. It they will promised be it to
3: eventually.
2: Us. It will be all soon, didn't they? They announced that though.
3: They they said that the entire Master Chief Collection will be on PC before the end of the year. Oh, it's sweet. all. It's midway through August, and Reach isn't out yet. But I think it's a matter of bringing Reach into a more modern API because all the yeah. other ones have been.
1: Yeah, they are doing some good work on it. Plus, if you actually have a look at the um, blogs for it, they are quite transparent with the development. They're actually talking about the things that they're running into trouble with. Yeah, yeah, well, I actually
3: covered that not long ago.
1: Yeah, it's actually really cool. All
0: right. Let's quickly burn through these last couple of bits. Um, Do you want to talk about anything from the Nintendo Indie World Showcase? Uh, Or in in the the Blind Forest on the Switch. That's it. Uh, yeah, so they there was a Nintendo Indie Showcase last night. Was it was it last? I believe m- it was
3: last night. Yeah, four a.m. Yeah.
0: A.M. or something. Um, yeah, and some some of the bigger at- uh, announcements. Um, there's a cool game called Roki, which is uh, done by uh, Cat's favorite developers, CI Games. It's their little uh, indie label. Uh, that game that game actually looks kind of cool. Uh, Europa, which is an, a game I reviewed last year, I gave it eight and a half out of Ten, it's a similar game to Etherborn, like a gravity shifting puzzle game that's also coming to Switch. Superhot is coming to Switch. Hotline uh, Miami Collection, as we've just discussed, is coming to Switch. Probably the biggest announcement uh, from the whole thing, though, is that I think we all probably ex- uh, expected this um, is in the Blind Forest* is coming to Switch.
2: Yeah.
0: As a definitive edition, uh, it's going to come on September the twenty seventh. Yay. Um, close to the sun. Which is also a game that I reviewed. Uh, Sniper: Cat, Dress Warriors I 3. I've played ten minutes,
2: it. but I do want to play more.
0: Okay, well that's
2: <laughs> promising. <laughs> that's yeah,
0: that. That's still ten minutes. Uh yeah. So that that's coming this year to to Switch, Cat Quest 2, which it will probably Karen will probably like that as will Jordan. Hell yeah! Uh, coming and then that's probably about it from all the all the big titles. If I've missed one, then you can. Shout at me in the in the comments if you get this far into the podcast. Um, Cross saves are coming to Destiny Two next week. There's not much about... to really say there. It's just
3: the functionality is coming ahead cool. of its initial uh, release date because it was supposed to come alongside the Shadow Keep launch or New Light. Uh, but then New yep. Light got delayed, so then they're like, oh, "I'll just bring Cross
0: Save forward," which is really cool. Uh, that is pretty cool to talk about this thing very quickly. I can talk
1: about it very quickly, and in fact, I'll do it so quick. I'll do it right now. Uh, Minecraft obviously had its super duper graphic update super duper cancelled, which made me super duper sad. But instead of being super duper depressed, <laughs> what they've actually done is uh, GeForce has come forward and said that they're actually going to do a super duper RTX ray tracing uh, update to the game, which will make the game look super duper good anyway. So I don't have to be super duper sad anymore.
3: The, the the sad thing is, you know, <laughs> RTX is super duper shit.
1: Well, I mean, the bottom line is, as long as something makes Minecraft look super-duper better than it currently super-duper doesn't, I'm cool with it. I don't give a shit what platform it is. Just give me something to make this stupid game that speaks to some primal core of my brain make it prettier, please. You can have super-duper mods.
3: Yeah, Yeah, but I mean,
1: like, I'm not super-duper smart enough to super-duper take care of mods. I'm sick of saying super-duper, so I'm done. I did used to do it, run a lot of mods. I did do a lot of things, but every now and then there'd be a conflict and my game would shit itself and then it would die and then I'd be super-duper sad again. Damn
3: it, I said it again! Yeah, set, send me a message and I'll super-duper teach you.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm happy just to see something happening. I mean, I don't want the super-duper graphics update to be dead forever. I'd like for them to at least consider if you can't do a super-duper update, how about just do like a eeny-meeny update to make it prettier? Just anything.
3: And a miney-mo update.
1: Yeah, just do something <laughs> along those lines. And yeah, I mean, GTX ray tracing is a thing that at least makes the game look more unique. I mean, it still blocks, you know? It still looks cool. It still blocks, but it's just slightly prettier blocks. And I'm cool with that.
0: Nice. Uh, the very last bit here we've got is that Doom's, uh, Do- sorry, Doom Eternals campaign is a supposedly going to take between 18
1: and 22 hours to complete. Yeah. That's crazy. Like one of the developers in a live stream, no, oh, I should take between 18 and 22 hours to complete.
4: Gross. Uh, well, the, the other one
1: would have, would have been roughly close to that. It was like 15, not 18, 15, I think. Not 18. I mean, I know 15. I, I, I feel, feel like, like, you know, I feel like this is one bit.
3: of those things. I feel like this is one of those things where a developer says, it, and what they mean is to get everything. You know, we'll in Just a quickly, like somebody yeah. is
1: right now Googling time to beat Doom. and exactly. I <laughs> can hear them do it.
3: <laughs> because I remember uh, yeah, so, Bungie were like oh you know Destiny 2 has 50 hours of campaign when in
0: reality the yeah, campaign like, was like to kill
2: like, everything
0: yeah and it, main story is 11 and a half hours main
1: and extras are 16 and a half completion is 25 hours yeah So because so, yeah, yeah. I, much I smashed same, through right? Doom 2016 in like a weekend and a bit like I, I smashed it out on Saturday I did a bit Three. more on Sunday and then Monday night I finished it two and a half years I Tools still haven't
2: be- finished it
3: speaking of Doom shout out to Dylan for actually playing it
0: yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, so that, that was that was one of Dylan's pledge games. He's uh, I don't think he can platinum it though because he's um, he's platinum his platinum is. He something? says yeah, glitch. Sure. he's glitch. I think it's
3: just he sucks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's fair enough. Makes Funny story for Doom right.
1: 2016 is that I bought it, didn't play it. Then I went to Comic Con and I met one of the voice actors from the game, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I bought your game." And he said, "Did you like it?" and I had to lie through my teeth and say, what I've played so far is really great, and I was talking about, like, the menu screen. (laughs) (laughs) And as soon as I got back from America, I smashed it out, and I actually emailed him and said, yeah, it was great, love it, love your work. Oh, he would
2: have liked that.
1: Luckily, his performance was really good, because if it was crap, then I would have had to lie through my teeth again. (laughs) All right, let's uh, talk about
0: some off-topic stuff very quickly. Has anybody... Done anything that's not related to video games that they want to bring up. My daughter about.
1: turns one year old tomorrow. Happy happy Aww. birthday to... To Jaina Grace Whaling, the love of my life. Yeah, there you go. Yes, her name is Jaina. No, not the wow spelling, but close enough.
3: <laughs> Are you going to make her play uh, Doom as a gift. <laughs> what? What? And then, and then you, email the voice actor going, I really love the game. Who's my daughter
1: playing your game? I just, I'm just, i surprised that you had an opportunity to dunk on me for playing Mortal Kombat 11 again, and you missed it. <laughs> Are going to get your daughter to play Mortal Kombat 11 with you?
3: No, no, because I know that you're not that
1: cruel. Yeah, fair enough. Good. Uh, at least you make me out to be a good dad. But yeah, no, it's been an <laughs> awesome 12 months. I'm very excited for when she is old enough to play Mortal Kombat with me.
2: Um, my, nee- yeah, is it? my niece has a loose tooth, and um, I am also about to start watching Mindhunter Season 2. Ooh,
0: is it, uh, I heard that's,
3: that's a good. Yeah. I haven't seen Mindhunter 1. It's shout so out good. To, uh, shout out to Kat's niece's
2: loose tooth. Yeah, she's yeah. so excited, she wants to take it shout to show out. and tell. <laughs> yeah,
1: just, just remember, you need to haggle with the tooth fairy. Too much too soon, that kid's going to take a hammer to their mouth.
2: Oh no, I'll, um, oh, my, I'll, my sister, I'll have to warn
1: her. Actually, she can deal with, with that. <laughs> just, It's not on topic, but I have to share with this, this with you all of you guys. A friend of mine's kids recently had a bit of a thought about the tooth fairy, right? And one of the kids was doubting whether the tooth fairy was real. So do you know how this kid figured out the tooth fairy wasn't real?
4: Oh no.
1: Lost a tooth, decided to put it under the pillow without telling mum and dad. Woke up the next morning, the tooth's still there. Okay, fair enough. That's a good sort of baseline test. Mum, Dad, I've lost a tooth. Oh you better put it under your pillow so the tooth fairy can come and get it. He's like, I've got you then. Tooth on the pillow, sure enough next day, there's a dollar. Mum, dad, why is it you only why is it the tooth fairy only delivers money <laughs> when I tell you about my teeth falling out? And mum and dad were like,
2: <laughs> My sister fig- my niece figured out Santa wasn't real when she was like two and a half, maybe three.
1: Is there a horrifying story that leads up to that, or just no? She just caught them and
2: was like, "Okay, that's cool. As long as I still get pre- presents at Christmas." The I mean, parents yeah, are like, you, you know "She's
1: what? pretending to be asleep, but we're okay with it." You know yeah.
3: what Santa does if you're naughty? Fills his stockings with uh, copies of silver chains. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, if there's any kids listening, make sure you behave this year. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, or otherwise, <laughs> Daddy Zack the Krampus is going to come and bring you terrible oh, no. games.
0: Happy Krampus!
3: Daddy Zack uh, the Krampus. Can we please have like a, a well played Christmas card with you dressed as the oh Krampus? My God, Remind me,
1: I usually do the Christmas one, so I'll do that this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. A stocking <laughs> full of pubes oh. and silver chain. I think that
0: was it. A- I think there was a time where didn't you make me one? I made you one, make one one year, and I and I was wearing like a like a man I key, made a like fully
1: a, serious one with like the logo and a bauble on a tree, and you went, "Yeah, that's all right." And so I quickly photoshopped you wearing a Santa's hat, wearing a mannequin and you were like, "Yep, that's the one." And I was like, <laughs> "That <laughs> was a joke, but okay." All
0: right. Um, oh, excellent. Um, I've watched I watched uh, a movie called The Prodigy. Have you guys heard of that? No. Oh, ah, yeah.
1: I have. I haven't watched it though. Is it good?
0: No. Oh,
1: cool. So is last, it the week I, uh, last week I crapped
0: on the film called The Hole in the Ground. Um and I thought that was pretty bad. This the prodigy is worse. Yeah. Prodigy sucks. Hole Does in the ground? Be... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, Take a guess it's what it's about. about. A hole in the ground. Are you sure it's uh, not about uh, a hotel yeah, prodigy... in the ground? Prodigy oh yeah, did I say that first? <laughs>
1: you said that last week. Yeah, you said hotel oh, in the God. ground and we dunked on you for it.
0: Damn it. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't think I can muck up the prodigy. Uh, yeah, so, from my memory, it's about, I, I, should, I should remember, because it was, like, last week, um, a child is born, um, and it's about people who die, and they don't quite cross over, and then they come back attached to n- newborns, or other people, mm-hmm. what? yeah
2: that sounds really good um, and then
0: yeah so then and then the idea behind it is that once they commit uh or sorry, once they fulfill whatever they've come back for um then they just fuck off um whereas this time around yeah it's a bit more sinister and and that but yeah it's the like yeah the idea was sounded pretty good but the film was actually pretty terrible oh yeah quite Quite terrible. It's got the the only person of note, it's got the one of the lead characters or uh, lead actresses from
1: uh
0: Orange is the New Black. Is it one of the
1: good ones? The Blonde Oh the Blonde Woman.
0: Uh The Blonde Woman? Yeah, I d I don't know I don't know what her name
4: is. So Orange is the New but Black uh, Lady. Yes.
1: Her.
0: Uh yeah, I give it four and a half copies of Silver Chains out
1: of ten. <laughs> I don't even know if it's low or not. Me neither. Actually, (laughs) it's super super low. Speaking of disappointing films, I watched Ghost in the Shell for the first time just yesterday. Nah. Like the live-action one. Yeah. It's just amazing how something so involved and intricate can also be incredibly bland. Yeah. I've not wanted
0: to see it.
2: Hey, Silver Chains has a seven out of ten on Steam.
0: Fuck Steam. Steam it's almost so like this. Zach doesn't know. <laughs> Let's Google Metacritic. Well, Open Critic, sorry. Uh, you know okay. what? That's
3: going to be an 8.
0: <laughs> it, it better not be an 8 or I'll cry. hope it's Silver Chains, 52. Oh. 23, 23% of critics
3: recommended. Actually, in all fairness, no- Steam reviews are the same kinds of reviews that'll be like, Fallout 76 is fun with friends.
0: <laughs> it's got... One and a half out of five from Screenrant. Three out of ten from Critical Hit. This looks terrifying. I'm looking at screenshots. Four four out of ten from Game Space. Four out of ten from Rely on Horror. Five out of ten from PC Invasion. What about from Well Played? I haven't actually submitted my review on here yet. That's actually a bit disappointing. Oh mate, this okay. That this is a this is a topic. This is a post podcast topic because I want to talk about a particular outlet that always rates games high. <laughs> Um, they've they've given this game seven out of ten, which is the highest that this game has got. Um, so that's right. yeah, Actually, we'll, no uh, we'll uh, talk we'll, uh, talk talk about that in the post show.
1: Anything else that anybody wants to add?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm finally at the last season of Dexter, and my god, it is shit.
1: Ooh. It's terrible, isn't it? <laughs>
3: oh, it's so bad.
1: Like I know a lot of people joke <clears> throat> about. Throat> hey, throat> just pretend you know this episode doesn't exist, or pretend this uh, season doesn't season? exist. Season. <laughs> when it comes to Dexter, just pretend the last season doesn't exist yeah just?
3: I've been digging all of it except the last season if they had just finished it off with the end of season 7 it would be like cool
1: I'm pretty sure if you look up online some of the writers in the last season have actually released like blog posts where they just admit that we just had no idea what we were doing because we thought the show just had nowhere to go so we chucked some shit at the wall and to see what would stick but the truth is it was actual shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> it wasn't just a saying alright it's a good point to wrap should it up should we leave on. it there
4: yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Cat, thank you for coming on to the show. You're welcome. We'll send you your like uh, to, your uh, order. Have you on again next time? Well, not next time, but soon. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. And uh, hopefully you can finish at least one game. And, uh, or maybe. We'll try. Maybe your challenge, your pledge, the Porsche challenge that I'm making for you, can be to either get to the second cutscene of Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> That it won't actually take or, long. Or watch the opening cutscene of Troll and I. Oh my god! I'll play Last of Us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will play um as horror game over playing Troll and I.
3: That's a that's a good challenge, Zach. You know, get her <laughs> to either play
0: the Last of Us or play an actually good game. Yeah, I know. See, Troll and I is the game that Naughty Dog wish they'd done. <laughs> oh my god! Is it bedtime yet? <laughs> Well, you know, there's actually a po- there's a uh, an article from Neil Druckmann, and he says that um, one of the inspirations for God of War, even though he was actually the guy that, <laughs> that did God of War.
1: <laughs> My Go inspiration for this tra- game up. that I didn't make was definitely another game <laughs> that I didn't make. Oh,
0: I fucked it. I forgot <laughs> guy's <his> name.
1: <laughs>
0: and like. You can tell like the moment like that I realised that I, that it wasn't that guy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: anyway, cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week. If you want to check out all the uh, awesome content, uh, go to www.well-play.com.au and uh, we'll see you next week for episode 16. Enjoy Gamescom. Yep, and just remember, Bye.
1: if you're a piece of shit, stay at home.
3: And, and Neil Druckmann didn't work on advice. God of War.
4: Just remember that, yes.